Bible says that be fruitful and multiply. It, it includes prosperity on the earth, success on the earth. So we, I know that we've always been teaching about the spirit, 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 and how you become powerful, how you have dominion spiritually. But it's amazing that the body of Christ doesn't have what it takes to have dominion economically. And that is one aspect that the church has not been teaching. So you see people who are spiritually mature, but materially and financially, they are bankrupt. The Bible says that an unbalanced scale is an abomination to the Lord. So those who work in the banks, I know you understand certain financial principles. These are practical things that will help you to be fruitful on earth. So we have been teaching about that, but this morning I'm going to teach you how to engage your mind for wealth creation. How to engage or deploy your mind for wealth creation and total awareness. When we talk about wealth, wealth simply means financial abundance. It's using your mind to create wealth. It means that you are going to use your brains to make more money so that your life on earth will be comfortable and peaceful. You don't fast and pray for money. Amen? The Bible is full of a lot of financial principles, like the law of savings. Proverbs chapter 6, it says, go to the ant, go and learn how you save money when there is abundance against the rainy day. Bible said, and the Lord God Almighty, by divine wisdom, Joseph saved the land of Egypt from farming by the law of savings. There are a lot of principles in the Bible that should inform the way you live your life. To succeed, you can't be fasting and praying every day without understanding those things. Because Christopher, our spiritual pocket is full, but our financial pocket and bags are empty. And it doesn't glorify God. It's because you have not been taught. If you are born a poor person, it's not your mistake. But if you die a poor person, it's your mistake. Your mother and your father gave birth to you in a village, poor village. So it is not your mistake. But... But by the power of choices in this life, if you choose to die a poor person, it is your mistake. Because, listen, if anointing and prayer is equal to financial blessing, like I saw for me pray, by this time they have money. So today I'm going to teach you some few things. I want you to take your pen and your paper. I told you, when I come to church, I know those who are serious and those who are not serious. When you want to drive a very good car, you need money. If you want to live in a good home, you need money. If you want to eat good food, you need money. If you want to wear good clothes, you need money. Yes. So how do we create wealth, abundance money, so that we can live a comfortable life on the earth? By my own self-development, I have studied on how one can be successful because I learned in the Bible that a righteous man must leave inheritance for his children's children. So when I finished the bed, we had, we had the things I've studied in the book about wealthy people, I try to apply it. Wealth creation is a decision, but you cannot just decide and say, oh, we can wealthy. There are things you do to be wealthy. Now, number one, you don't have an excuse to fail as a child of God. You were created in the image of God. Write it down. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. You can create everything and anything you want because you have the creative abilities of God in the inside of you. So you cannot, you cannot wake up and say that. Yami and mom is Man is a three-dimensional entity. You are made up of a spirit. Somebody says spirit. And then you are made up of a soul. And this spirit soul, they dwell inside a container called your physical body. The Bible tells us that you were created in the image of God. So you have a spirit. How does the spirit develop? How does the spirit become strong and powerful? The spirit feeds on the word of God. The spirit fasts. The spirit prays. The spirit does meditation. 
By those things, you are taking care of the spirit for the spirit to develop. And the spirit has connection with God. So whatever development you are developing your spirit, it will have connection with the supernatural being. For Jesus said that he that will worship God must worship him in spirit. So that spirit in you, which was the spirit of God and the breath of God that entered, that spirit can be developed. But the spirit, when that spirit develops, it has nothing to do with the economic and the prosperity and the success equation on the earth. The spirit communicates with God and has have dealings with God. So when you develop your spirit, you fast two days, three days, 21 days fasting, you study the Bible and you memorize the Bible and all the things you do spiritually. Like the Bible says that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word of God. Now the word of God is feeding of your spirit till your spirit grows. Then number two, the body, you develop the body by eating well, by exercising and you see that the body will becoming macho. Now, the spirit that connects you to God and gives you spiritual experiences in life has nothing to do with your success on the earth. And the much thing you are doing and then you are raising and you are eating, it has nothing to do with your success on the earth. We are going to the soul. The soul is made up of your will. It's made up of your emotions. The third one is your mind. Are you here with me? So the will, Bible says as many as are willing, that power lies in your soulish, in the soulish realm. And then you have your emotion and the seat of wisdom and the seat of knowledge and the seat of creativity and everything is the mind. The mind is one of the most powerful things that God gave you and I. So your mind was created and given to you as a very powerful organ or tool. So now you understand body, soul, spirit. The mind, watch it too. This is where unbelievers, they, they get so much money and they employ believers. Because the believer comes to church every day and come and fast and pray and shout and clap his hands. But he doesn't understand how God created him and, and what generates wealth for him. Why God created your mind? Number one, the mind is for imagination. The mind, number two, is for creativity. You see the aeroplane here? You see the softwares we use. It was not produced by the spirit of man. Neither was it produced by the body of man. It's a product of a man's mind. Creativity. It didn't exist before. But somebody engaged his mind in solving a problem he met on the earth. And he created this one to solve a problem on the earth. And men rewarded that man by using his creativity to solve this problem. They, re they rewarded the man with money. So the mind... Is for creativity. Your mind, your mind in your soul is for memory, is for planning. Planning is for acquisition of knowledge. When, when you go to school and you want to become an accountant, you don't go there with your spirit. You go and sit down and they communicate to you and you acquire knowledge. The mind is where you acquire the knowledge. And because it's also a center of memory and storage for memory, you will go and sit exams and what you have been taught, you will use your mind to answer. When you finish, they give you certificate. That certificate gives you employment on the earth. And that employment gives you money. And out of the money, you can build a house. You can build, you can buy a car. All these things I'm mentioning. Did the spirit come inside? Did the spirit come inside? Somebody say my mind. So the mind is for acquisition of knowledge. The mind is also the seat of wisdom. Seat of wisdom is also for innovation. That is why your CEO is being paid more than the one who carry baller every morning. The world reward people with mental capacity more than people with physical capacity. Those with mental capacity. That is why if you want money, you want wealth. You don't chase money. You attract wealth. 
by developing your mental capacity. When you develop your mental capacity and you begin to read books and you begin to know what you don't know, you realize that your friendship and your association will change. You will see that your boss, your mind, because you have developed your mental capacity, you will be solving complex problems and your boss will promote you because your rewards in life are determined by the problems you are willing to use your mind to solve. And the world does not give money to somebody who is able to carry this thing. Then of this thing on his head. The world only rewards those people whose minds. So if you don't use your mind, soon and very soon, the whole world will not mind you. That is why when they are doing statistics, they count everybody except the madman on the street. He can have a macho body. When they are counting and they see the madman, they walk past him and they count those who have a mind. So the day you lose your mind, the world will not mind you. So your mind is so powerful that the world's creation, the ability to succeed on the earth, can only be realized by the engagement of the mind. It has nothing to do with Holy Ghost. We have been doing spiritual warfare, but the church must begin mental warfare to kick out of the mind some garbage, some ideas, some traditions, some things that doesn't help people, some poverty, ideologies in the mind. We have to do warfare and clear it out, be it transformed by the renewing. Success on earth is determined by the mind, not the spirit, not the body. Those who are ruling the world are those who have made time to engage their minds to solve problems on the earth. And let me tell you something. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9. The Bible says that you and I, we are co-workers with God, co-laborers with God, co-creators with God. Am I making sense at all? Because I want to provoke you that you here, you have outgrown somebody who should create his own job and employment to employ people. Now, when God was creating the world, because he knows what he has placed in the inside of you, what he has placed in the inside of you, he created raw materials and he didn't finish everything. He did it halfway. Because you are a co-creator and a co-worker with him. He said you are co-workers. And he said you are the God here. So when he was creating something, he gave you the raw material. God created trees. He said this tree will continue to reproduce themselves on the earth. God didn't create furniture. He said you man, I've given you mine. So out of the tree that I gave you, create a furniture out of the tree. And when you create the furniture, every man that will buy the furniture will give you money. So stop asking me for money. Go and use what I've given you. Look around you. The sand I gave you. Put the sand. Use your mind. Put the sand inside hot fire. It will melt and it will turn into glass. The cow I gave you is raw material. You can take the skin. He gave you the skin of the cow. You know why? He didn't give you a finished product. So it's up to you to use your mind. To produce designer bags from the cow. The skin of the cow. And produce designer shoes like the one I'm wearing. From the skin of the cow. To produce corned beef out of the meat. Everything I gave you is not a finished product. Give you mind to create something better out of my raw material. So if you're a child of God and you don't use your mind to create something for the world, money will never know your house address. Those who have money are the people who are solving problems for people. There is so much resources for you. Your problem is you don't engage your mind to create something that does not exist. That is why money does not know your house address. You were created to create. Stop this confession. What God has given you can turn you into a rich man. A rich woman. Whether you went to school or not, the mind is so powerful that even if you have never been to school, 
two before. And you can locate a problem on the earth and begin to think how you can solve it to clean. Put your hands on your head. Say, I will use my mind to create what does not exist and money will come to me. Are you there with me? You know that the day you begin to engage your mind in solving some client's problem in this country, your bank, your bank will make you a shareholder. You have never used the mind God gave you. All you are earning now is fruit of education certificate. But if you can engage your mind, you will soon become a shareholder in where you are working. I am, no, I am provoking you to know that. Wealth is not in the spiritual equation. It's in the mental equation. And let me tell you, begin to teach your children how to use their mind to create things and watch what they will become at 30 years. If you don't develop your mind and your mind capacity is 1,000 Ghana, when God gives you $100,000, because your mind capacity can only handle 1,000, it's just a matter of time. The $100,000 will soon be reduced to 1,000 Ghana. But the man who has developed his mental capacity to half a million dollars through steady research, preparation, and everything, the guy is thinking big how I can put this one. When that guy is giving thousand dollars because he has developed his mental capacity to half a million dollars, he will grow the thousand dollars, and in two years' time, you will see the guy working in two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and he will be going and will be going and will be going, and then he will hit five hundred thousand dollars. But you who has not developed your mind, your mind is this local African. Don't know when they give you money because you have not developed your mental capacity. You will soon finish the money. You will be going to Papaya. You will be buying. In Okada, you'll be sharing it everywhere. Eh? When they invite you to a festival in your hometown, you will donate and can take to your chief and buy 20 cow to their chief. And you'll be sharing your money everywhere because your mind capacity is smaller than the money in your hands. So the most important thing is to develop your mental capacity. And when you develop your mental capacity to equate your success. Are you here with me? So now, how do we create wealth quickly? How do we upgrade our mind? You see, let me tell you something. Satan knows that. Take this from you. Satan knows that your mind is the most powerful thing God has given you. That is why the greatest attack in your life is not on your body. Satan doesn't attack your body. He doesn't attack your body. He knows that as a man thinking, so would that person be. Satan knows it. If you catch an idea and you begin to work on the idea, even God himself cannot stop you. Satan also cannot stop you. Genesis chapter 11 verse 6. God said, what these people, they have imagined to do. He said, we can't stop them because that creative force in them, which comes by the power of imagination. When a man engages his mind, he said, this people said they are building a tower to come here. He said, when we sit down, Jesus, Holy Ghost, when we sit down and we are watching, because they have imagined it and they have agreed together, we are here, they will come here. We created them. That creative ability we put in them and whatsoever they will imagine, nobody can stop them. That is why when God came, watch it, he came to confuse their mind. He didn't do anything. All he did was that he touched their reasoning faculty so they could not reason, they could not understand each other. That is how they vacated that dream. So when Satan wants to attack you, watch it. He comes to attack the mind and confuse the mind. That is why the Bible says that 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5, casting down every imagination and knowledge of the devil which exalts itself against the word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 3, he said I'm afraid for you that the way Satan destroyed and corrupted the mind of Adam and Eve and they lost everything. Paul said, I am afraid for you, Corinthians, that the same way he corrupted their minds, he will also corrupt your mind. Why would Paul say that? He said, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. He said, he has blinded the minds of them so they, that they will not believe. 
So Satan blinds the mind. He confuses the mind. He throws all things there so that you will not engage the mind the way God created it to be. Because Satan knows that your mind, that center, is the center of your success. So when he went to Jesus, when Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights, what we read in the Bible, and, and, and the devil said, go to the mountain and jump on down and everything. And Satan was whispering to the mind of Jesus. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. He was whispering to his mind. And some of you, eh, all this while, me to me, eh, I can't succeed. Me, eh, I came from a poor family. All those things are fiery darts of the devil confusing your mind so that you will not aim high. So, it's all attacks on the mind. So, you will not think big. Satan knows that the day you engage the mind to think big, he himself cannot stop you. Just as God cannot stop you. It is time you begin to think about solving a problem nobody has solved before. You have the power within you. So, we believers, Satan has deceived all of us. And we are praying in the church. Hey, 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 bang, bang. Satan, go away. Satan, go away. Satan, go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. Then you find yourself sleeping small. Then you shout, Jesus! When someone's at the window, and look at them, look at them, look at them. What God gave them, what God gave them to create mansions and all the big things to succeed. Look at all they know to do. Abonsan, go away. Abonsan, go away. Shout! 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 So, Five years we are shouting. The rope you are using to bind him. How many years now? We have been binding. The unbeliever does not even shout. He does not bind. But he has discovered how he can prosper on the earth. And he's engaging what God gave him. And he's prospering. And you, the believer, you are queuing at his gate, begging him for a job. Use your head. You know, by regeneration, when you became born again, there was a mental transplant. So you, the believer, you don't have excuse. You know Ben Carson? Ben Carson, who has PhD in about four fields. He's a surgeon. He's a, he's a believer. The guy said when he discovered what God has made him, then he embarked on that journey. Every school he went, unbelievers there, he was the head. He came out the best. If he said, I'm going to do law. And he goes there. He said, I have the mind of Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. So there is no way I will fail. If you fail, if you are born a poor person into a poor family, it is not your mistake. But if you die a poor child of God, it is your personal mistake and it's your choice. Number one, you were created in the image of Number two, you have the mind of Christ. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16. Why you cannot fail? For who has known the mind of the Lord? That he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Someone say, I have the mind of Christ. How can you fail? Let's go to First John chapter 1. If Jesus created the heavens and the earth, and by him all things were made, and you have accepted him as your Lord and personal Savior, and now you have the mind of Christ, how can you fail? John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. The same was in the beginning of creation with God. Number 3. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing made. That was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, if all things were created by Jesus Christ and now that word which is Jesus Christ created everything. Now Jesus is living in you and is living in me. That is why your mind is not limited. Anytime Jesus is confronted with a problem, the Bible says that he knew what to do. You also have that ability inside you. Are you here with me? Number three, you have the Holy Ghost. The one who created everything. God spoke the word. The Holy Ghost moved. Who came? You have that Holy Spirit in you. And so your mind is not an ordinary mind. Except you didn't engage it. 
write it down. How do I update my mind and use it to create wealth? In fact, what is creation? It's having the ability to use your mind to develop a new and original idea. It's having the ability to use your mind to develop new and original ideas. Number two, it's engaging your mind in productive thinking. Engaging your mind in productive thinking to establish what was not in existence before. It's engaging your mind in productive thinking to establish what was not in existence before. Number three, creativity is becoming a solution to problems through mental resolution. The work you are doing. Everybody is doing the work. The difference between you and them is giving back to something an idea that nobody has seen before. They will pay you more money than the ordinary people who are doing the work you are doing. That is what creates what we call wealth. I declare there will be rich men in this house. There will be rich women in this house. So for you to work for the government for many years and come to pension and they give you small tabletop fridge is an abomination to this kingdom and the investment of the blood and the Holy Ghost in you. Even when you are coming to pension, think and create something that is bigger which will give you more income than the money you are receiving. Your mind has the ability to create it. Put it to work. Next week, I will teach you the five things how you can update your mind and use it for money. I declare in the name of Jesus from today, may you discover the problems of people and solve that problem. Amen. Thank you for listening to Bishop Charles T. Tete. For more of these messages, subscribe to this podcast. Remain blessed.